Hey from California, everybody. Let's talk about patience, passivity, and receptivity and feminine energy and the common misconception that this means you turn into a total doormat and, you know, a person who has no desires or no interests. Quite the opposite. In fact, there's kind of like a diamond under pressure, you know, coal pressure in a coal mine and that pressure creates diamonds that think of it as that happening on the inside of you as you work to manage on the inside what it is going on without impulsive and compulsive expression and acting out, especially prior to metabolizing a concept or a feeling. As you do that and you work on the inside of your own self with God, you actually become very, very discerning, very aware of what you think and what you want and what you know is best for yourself. You're just simply not bombing a masculine leader with what you think and what you know all the time because you're running the show. No, you have all that. And then it's managed through language and behavior so that you can have harmonious relating rather than competing with that masculine leader. I'm talking about in romantic relationship as a feminine follower. So self-assertiveness is very present. It is ever present in the life of a feminine follower, ever present through her right to veto. It's like, mm, no, that's not going to work for me. No is a complete sentence. It's a direction. It's a place. It's ownership. And so the, this is the biggest thing that I work through with women one-on-one is they go like, I, what? I just have to do everything he says. Like, I don't have any, I, I don't get to have a voice. You know, I need to be seen like the whole, the culture capture is like, I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I need, I need. Okay. Needs air, water, sunlight, health. Let's calm down get back into the now and then realize that you have, you already have all that you need. And now you're just in a right sized space negotiating harmoniously from a place of self assertive balance, which sometimes contains a can of whoop ass and I mean it, I'm not talking about being a doormat. I'm talking about, excuse me, no. I'm talking about a look, a look that works because you don't need to get into this competitive, intense vibration, which is masculine in nature. Maybe you do it at work, you know, a man-to-man, -a, -man, a competitive meeting, I'm talking about in relationship, in romantic relationship with a masculine leader. If you want that harmony, 
<clears throat> if you want those polarities. It's a very fancy word right now, very trendy word. I kind of don't like it, but anyway, I know a lot of people use it. If you want to experience those polarities, if you want to experience the fun, the fun of a seesaw that's not ever, ever balanced or still, because it's boring. It's boring. Equality kills chemistry. So you're looking for equity within that relationship where both are feeding the relationship without counting. Drop off your scoreboard at Goodwill Women. Those wives who are listening, just drop off your scoreboard at Goodwill. Okay. Your mental tracker. I got it too. I'm married. I got one too. But just drop it off. And if you're overgiving, if you're a woman who loves too much and you're overgiving, deal with it. Not with him, but with your own self. With that diamond mine on the inside that you're working on. Because you're being real. You have an inventoried, conscious awareness of your personality traits, positive and negative fortifying and draining. So patience, passivity, and receptivity is not without self-assertion. Okay. It's not. I'm finding this really interesting. I, you know, when you get taken off like venues, when I got taken off YouTube and stuff like that, which just shocked me, I didn't even know it because when you get censored on YouTube, your videos still show for you. They're in your list of, you know, videos. It doesn't, you don't, you think they're still there. And then you realize, wait, you read the fine print. And it's like, I took that off. It's heartbreaking because at the time in 2021, you know, I was just trying to share information with people that is now in the mainstream news about a medical intervention that a lot of people took. You know, it was just information. Now it's spread worldwide. Now suddenly it's okay. Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins suddenly says, you know, oh, this is what happened. Oh, really, Billy? Where were you? Where were you when we all needed you? And the rest of them who finally think it's cool and now it's, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to stand up now. Got it. Anyway, here's the point it becomes fun to go on Twitter because it's like, Oh my gosh, I can write this and they're not going to take me down. And I'm last night I was sharing, uh, the work of, um, well, I don't know who his name, what his name is, but it's a website. It's Marco Polo. And he, he gathered and put all the emails and all the evidence that was on Hunter Biden's laptop all in one place. Yes. Somehow I'm getting, from patients, passivity and receptivity to Hunter Biden's laptop, but just bear with me. So, um, it's all there. And I'm, I'm just of the mind that I was a, once captured by a narrative on the left that did not serve me. And I m merged, you know, I migrated over into center. I'm a registered independent and I'm free of what, is a part of culture capture, which is emotionally defending public figure figures. One has not ever met nor researched. And so, uh, I'm seeing what I used to do myself in other people. And so 
I'm just writing. I'm just giving them the link, right? I'm just here. Just look at it for yourself. It's disgusting. I looked at it through squinting eyes in 2020 when I wanted to find out the truth about the election. And, um, I don't want to look at it anymore. I know what's on there. I know that he's a criminal and he's being protected. And I know that this is a very involved and corrupt situation and we're all suffering it. And our, our freedom from it is to stop protecting sociopaths with denial. And so just find out the facts and then decide what you think. If you want to go through an entire website like that and still think that Hunter Biden and his father are a virtuous pair, that's your right. So I'm just delivering the information and the, the, the things that people write back. It's just like bananas to me, but that's what they need to do in order to continue to hide out in denial is to just call a name not do the homework and, um, and then move on. And it's kind of like when you go, you know, with, when you have kids and you go to a lot of, uh, like, you know, stuff at school and there's always someone who asks like five questions and takes up a ton of time at the end of the presentation. And they're all things that were already covered. And you're just like, okay, all right, we all see you. We see you. We love you. What else do you need? It's not like rooted in knowledge or common sense. And I get like missing a few things in a presentation, but like, just ask your friend at the end or go to the speaker. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like there's a whole movement of that and it, it is supporting disinformation and it's supporting, uh, confusion and, um, and misdirection. It's like, Everybody just has to do their homework. So what does this have to do with being a feminine follower and marriage and practicing patience and passivity and receptivity? Well, actually, then when you're dealing with someone who's difficult in any arena, whether it's on Twitter, trying to help people to think for themselves or in the world these days, especially what happens is you're in shape. You're in shape. You're in really good shape. You're not going to like fly off the handle with a name call back because you've worked on yourself. You have this incredible partner or this potential partner that you know, and you're praying on arriving at the perfect time. And you have this practice in place and the practice is the same, whether you're partnered or not. And that is that you're seeking to know yourself and calm yourself on the inside and be conscious of how you're responding. And you're in touch with calming feminine energy, which initial contact with it is through a deep, deep breath. This is going to happen in masculine leaders too. They're going to access their feminine energy in order to practice patience just like a feminine follower who's patient and passive is sometimes going to access her masculine leadership and her masculine fire. So we all are both, but this, this principle that I teach is to acknowledge you have both energies in you and you simply know which one you have chosen as the dominant vibration in your romantic relationship. So I, the, I mean, 
I bring in the context of where we are now with the culture and what's going on, because to me, this is a solution for so many things that I see going on. You have a little kid who's getting indoctrinated at school by an agenda that is very, very lucrative for pharma. And she comes home and she says, I feel like a boy. You can tell her that she's sensing her masculine energy and possibly prevent her from going down a road where her body becomes mutilated. The stakes are high right now. They're very, very high. So confusion about homosexuality, I'm not talking about homosexuality in general, confusion about it, choice about it, as opposed to people who absolutely feel differently, like it wasn't a choice, but choice and confusion about it is often a result of abuse, sexual abuse. And many people have categorized what's going on in the schools and in the media and at drag brunches as public abuse, public sexual abuse, flooding kids with concepts that they are not prepared to digest. How do I think about this? Where am I coming from? I once saw a disgusting pornographic image when I was 12 years old. Okay. We, I was on a vacation with my parents and I was in a room by myself with my sister because it was tiny little motel rooms and it was the last place possible for us. It was a last minute decision and it was a crappy place and it was just, everyone was tired and my dad was forced to get us like what, whatever room was available on a trip. And we turned on the TV and it was pornographic and I snapped it on and I snapped it off. I was 12. I was so flooded and so scared and confused. And my sister was a little bit older than me. And she ex ex explained to me what I had just seen. And I was still just, it didn't even help me. And then my mom came over to our room, like knocked on the door. And she was like, there's something on the TV. And, and now here's the part of the pathology that I grew up with. I pretended like I didn't know what she was talking about. Cause I wanted her to, I saw how upset she was that, that we might've been possibly exposed to something and, and, and that they would be responsible for that. And as the empathic little kid, I was, and my sister too, we both just went like, Oh, okay. To pretend like we hadn't seen, and this is what children do. They protect their parents when they see their parents are really, really distraught. It's an, it's, you know, on some level it's instinctive. It can also contain pathology, but, um, that is a tiny little memory 40 plus years ago or 30 plus. It's still with me clear as a bell because I was flooded with a lot of different kinds of information. It was emotional. It was spiritual. It was physical. It was you know, I, it was so much information and I was flooded and that was a second. That was a second. Now, normalizing this is going to cause kids to dial down raw virtuous instinct, God given instinct. And that's, what's really scary about it. And that is what happens with abuse. That's what happens with abuse. That's how kids survive abuse. They dial stuff down. So all of this is happening because there are agendas afoot. 
there's a depopulation agenda, but if 50% of the population is gay, you're going to have less kids in 20, 30, 40 years. So public ritual is going on all the time, subconsciously through media, through screen media, and in-person, in-person events. And lots of people are assets. Lots of people are motivated and they're assets. And in many, many different industries, there's people I'm following today who are actually assets for the darkness and I don't know it yet. We're all on a spectrum of becoming more and more aware. But back to a little patience, passivity, and receptivity, like a little girl at a frightening group, group event. Cherish her. Honor her instinctive energy. Witness her nonverbal communication. The principles baked into the work that I study and teach, they are an antidote to not just relationship, not just, okay, I want to get a guy and get married, but the greater context in so many, many, many different areas that we have to conquer in order to have a smooth and harmonious life. So patience, passivity, receptivity, and inner growth, stoic choices in the moment, on the inside. They are not without self-assertion, especially in the face of evil in the culture. I know this is like a lot to take in and I'm seriously considering making this a public one right now because it's like, let's just talk about this stuff, people. You know, we have to stop reacting to each other because that keeps us in emotion and that's keeping us in the base of the brain. And we want to calm down and move into the higher regions of the brain with lots of air and lots of breathing and lots of patience and think critically using common sense about what is actually going on. What's actually going on? And feminine follower energy, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? What are you really feeling? And then when you're honest with yourself about what you're really feeling, then think it through. When I see a girl who has removed her breasts and cropped her hair very short in my neighborhood, I feel really sad. I feel sad. It's without judgment. It's just, I feel sad because I know about the extremes that I took with my appearance when I was really captured, really woke shit, you know, short hair and a choker collar and Doc Martens and living in my van and, you know, just <laughs> thinking I'm fooling the world. And really my pain was just very obvious to so many people. And I, I know that now, but I didn't alter my physical body. I, I didn't, I, I did actually lose out on the chance to deliver a child and breastfeed a child. And that was to an extent from culture capture. 
at least I still have my whole body. You know, I mean, I just, I see that and I feel so sad because I think, did that girl surrender to what is energetic in nature in her masculine energy? And now she has surrendered her physical body to sensing her inner masculine energy and adding to that tons and tons of media and information that caused her to believe that she has the capacity to make a decision like that in adolescence. Like I got to take off the choker collar and grow my hair long the way I really, really wanted it all along anyway. But you can't put your breasts back on your body. So it's, it's all one crisis. And there are basic principles that become really all one solution. And the real raw basic principle of feminine following is being and feeling and sensing. And the lion-hearted mamas and the conscious feminine follower females who can be steadfast, hold space, pray, and be really clear and honest about what they see, and then be self-assertive in addressing others and saying it, we have a lot of power in this situation. I don't ask for power from my government because I have way more way more than government or some special interest group could give me. I don't ask for my rights. I have them. I have had them all along. Over and out for now.